I'm Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. It's time to shine your light. Hi, Shining Souls. My name is Marissa, and welcome to What Spirit Says. This is episode 9 of What Spirit Says, and the number 9 is always so very significant to me. September is the ninth month of the year, and here we are on episode nine. How is the number nine significant to you? Spirit teaches us that the number nine represents enlightenment. My hope for you is that throughout these nine episodes of What Spirit Says, you feel enlightened as you listen and as you connect to the heavenly messages and the heavenly guidance that is meant for you. As you listen, I hope that you feel aligned with your spirit and your soul, as well as connected to God, the angels, and all who love and guide you in spirit. Spirit is always encouraging me to write down my thoughts because that is a way in which I ground myself, a way in which I feel more connected and more centered. So grab your notebook, pen, or pencil and write down all that connects to you and all that connects to your soul. Do you ever just open the windows And appreciate a sweet late summer, early autumn breeze. There is something so comforting about the sun shining and the early signs of fall all around us. Sometimes that is all it takes to bring healing light to our spirit and to our soul. Life here on earth, our soul journey, is just like the seasons. Always changing, growing, and evolving. New beginnings and quiet endings. Late summer, early autumn, a time of transition and a time of change. The time for a cool, comfortable breeze and warm, cozy meals. Can you feel it? How do we feel this change? We feel it based off the energy that we are and the energy that is all around us. We see it in the leaves and we smell it within the crisp fall air. Nature can heal our soul. Being in nature gives us life. Nature is living and nature is breathing, just as we are. Appreciating nature and all that it does for us to live and to breathe brings humility to our heart and to our soul. Standing in nature and taking a moment to just be can bring stillness to your mind. When we stand in nature, we are never truly alone. You may feel alone and in that moment, that may be exactly what you need to feel so that you can truly heal, But heavenly spirit is always around you, smiling down at you and embracing you for who you are. Taking a few minutes to breathe in nature can connect us to our soul. What does it feel like when you connect to your soul? Clarity. When you connect to your soul, you feel aligned and connected to your spirit, which is your truth. This clarity removes all the boundaries and deflections that your ego creates allowing you to truly see yourself, who you are, and all that makes you, you. Nature teaches us stillness, peace, and quiet. Nature teaches us to think, to feel, and to listen. Nature teaches us that it can restore, replenish, and rejuvenate itself, as can we. Sometimes we just need a reset, regardless of what is going on in our lives. A reset that brings us back to our roots, reminding us to live this life connected to the truth of our soul purpose. Sometimes we just need to take a break and to take a breath. Nature teaches us this balance. 
Nature teaches us death and rebirth. Nature teaches us the cycle of life, the cycle of the soul. The transition of the seasons is a gentle reminder that just as we experience the cycle of life, nature does too. We cannot exist without nature. Our entire lives revolve around nature and evolve because of nature. Nature gives us breath and nature gives us life. Without nature, we could not exist. Could nature exist without us? Yes, absolutely. Nature can and does exist without us. Think for a moment, if we all nurtured nature, the way in which it needs, what would the planet look like? What would we look like? Nature continues to grow, to nourish, and to provide for us. Do we do the same for nature? The same is true with our soul. Before I get started today, I would like to start off by sharing how spirit never ceases to amaze me. And when you choose to open to your connection with all whom love and guide you in spirit, your guardian angel, Jesus, the Blessed Mother, Divine God, whoever you wish to connect to, you will feel the same. All that holds us back from making this connection and opening to this connection is our fear and lack of faith. The heavens have compassion for why we might have fear or why we might have a lack of faith. They know what we have been through and see the emotions we carry upon our hearts and our souls. In what ways have you tried to make a connection to spirit? If you are like me, you are constantly thinking, overthinking, thinking about multiple things at once. Sometimes for me, all it takes is to stop, to take a deep breath and say thank you out loud. That resets my thoughts and truly brings peace to my mind. You have to remember, spirit knows you, your guardian angel knows you, and above all, God knows you. The heavens know how you communicate best, what makes you, you, and when you feel the most free-spirited and alert to their messages. Along with receiving messages during complete silence and meditation, we can also receive messages when music is playing, when the TV is on, driving in the car, or when others are around. We don't always have to be in a quiet place in meditation to receive messages. And sometimes when we receive them during those times of music playing, people talking, or when we seem to be distracted, we often are taken off guard and we internalize it and think, is that really a sign? How could that be? Is this a coincidence? But we can receive messages at any given point because we are always connected to the heavens by the love bonds that reside within our souls. The more open we are to this connection, the more we recognize and feel the messages. So what does it mean to be open to the connection? It means to believe, to have faith, and to wholeheartedly trust in your connection. When you learn how to connect to your soul, all whom love and guide you in spirit, your guardian angel, ultimately to divine God, you realize there is nothing more real, honest, and true. I learned so much from spirit during a reading, and there have been many, but one reading specifically that really taught me just how precious life is and how our love bonds that reside within our soul that connect us to the love of heaven are everlasting. During this reading, a father in spirit stepped forward to present a healing message to his daughter receiving the reading. 
His daughter had recently recovered from a near-death experience, and upon her recovery, her entire life changed, starting with her perspective on life. She felt she had been given another chance, and there was reason and purpose for her to not only exist, but to live. While her physical body was in the coma, her soul traveled to the heavens to visit with two of her loved ones in spirit. She was advised by her loved ones in spirit that it was not her time yet, and that there was more for her to do here on earth. After more than 30 days, she woke up out of the physical coma. The father, in spirit, presented his daughter with a message to help with her healing and understanding of her experience. He showed me a beautiful, strong, and radiant tree. He said to me, our life is like the seasons. He showed me the tree with beautiful green leaves, the leaves changing to red, to yellow, and to orange, the leaves falling gently off the tree, and then the bare branches. He continued to show me the life cycle of the tree, the buds growing back on the branches. As each cycle of change occurred, he referenced how strong the bark and base of the tree has become. Through every cycle and change, we grow and we evolve. Our foundation strengthens and we gain stronger perspective and insight. We connect more and we connect more to our soul, our true foundation that through all our many lessons, we begin to understand them as blessings. Throughout every reading, there are always lessons to be shared. This loving, inspiring, and powerful message was one of them. I am truly grateful to the Father and Spirit and his daughter for allowing me to share this loving experience with them, and I hope it now inspires you. I would like to point out something specific about this story. This lovely woman that I met with told me that her physical body was in a coma for over 30 days, yet to her soul, it felt like only minutes or hours. I point this out because it shows that no boundary, limit, or dimension can interfere with the connection and communication within our souls, soul to soul. It also shows us that when our loved one returns home to the heavens, they do not live the same way in which we do here on earth. There is no need for money, houses, and cars. The need for those material things does not exist to survive. So what if our loved ones in spirit present themselves wearing makeup or playing golf? This is to validate who they are, their personality, and to show how much they have healed. We survive and we thrive by the love and the light within our soul. I learned from this reading that we are here not to just exist, but to live and to appreciate just how precious life truly is. When we exist, we go through the motions, abiding by what we socially think is the way to live, instead of living by and honoring the love and compassion within our soul that guides us, inspires us, and motivates us to lead with our light. So let me go back and highlight how Spirit teaches us that here on earth and within the heavens, we are on a soul journey. The way in which we quote unquote live on earth is different than how we live within the heavens because we no longer require the use of our human body in spirit. So have you ever experienced the loss of a loved one and immediately after their passing, you started to have dreams with them? This happened to me. Immediately after my grandma passed, I was seeing her in my dreams and she was presenting herself at all different ages. I even had a dream with her where she presented herself much younger than I ever knew her. Only what I had seen in pictures is how I recognized her. 
And I realized my grandmother was showing me that now in spirit, she can present herself physically at any age or point in her life. Because when our soul returns home to heaven, we do not continue growing with our human body or at the human age that we were. Yes, there is a continuous life cycle in heaven, and that would be the everlasting cycle of the soul. So once we understand that we communicate with God, the angels, and our loved ones in spirit, our beloved pets in spirit too, solely by the connection of our souls, it makes it much easier to comprehend how we receive, connect to, and communicate messages and signs to and from the heavens. This is why our pets in spirit, who we love and cherish so deeply, can also send us messages and signs from heaven. Our pets mean the absolute world to us, and there is a reason for that. They provide us with unconditional love, support, and more so, there's a deep level of understanding we develop with our cherished pets. Do you ever feel like your pet just gets you? Sometimes when no one else does. This is your soul connection with your loving animal. Our beloved pets have a soul, just like us, which means, yes, our pets who are now in spirit can connect and communicate with us as well as our loved ones in spirit. Loving pets in spirit will often step forward or present themselves in a reading to show their loved one that they are still with them, that they are healthy and that they are okay, and that they can present loving messages and guidance for their loved ones. When my childhood cat passed away and returned home to heaven after being with us for 15 years, I was so sad. I was very connected to this cat and he was my comfort, my joy, Overall, like any child growing up with their beloved pet, he understood me. And just to point out, our pets are much, much more connected and much more spiritual than we are. <laughs> Although we know our loved ones and our pets are safely within the heavens and are comforted by God, the angels, and our loved ones in spirit, we as human beings here on earth have to deal with our grief and the physical loss of our loved ones. And yes, mediums do experience grief. Months after my cat of 15 years passed away and returned home to heaven, my parents were thinking about getting another cat, a girl cat, and possibly two cats. Growing up, my family always had male orange cats, so my mom had been talking about getting a calico cat, a gray cat, honestly anything that wasn't orange, and specifically girl cats. <laughs> so I was no longer living with my parents at the time, but I was encouraging them to get another cat if they felt ready. I knew that my cat who had just passed recently, only a few months prior, would help to guide them where to look for their next cats. But I decided to meditate on it and I went into the meditation without any expectations because just as a side note, when we decide to sit quietly and meditate with our eyes closed, I recommend to not go into the meditation with expectations. This is what I have learned and what spirit has guided me to understand is that when we put expectations on meditating, that tends to shut us down and block us off to what we can receive. Meditating is all about being comfortable and about being open. And remember, the heavens are always one step ahead of us, so they know this, they respect this, they honor it, and they will only relay the heavenly messages and guidance that we need to move forward with. Not always what we think we need or what we want to hear. 
My meditations can look very different. I can either see, so I am seeing what looks like a movie clip with my eyes open or closed, and visually I am receiving the message, or I just feel or know the message, internally hear the messages. Again, the heavens will present the messages to us in the best way in which we will receive them. So in this meditation about my parents getting two cats, the messages were presented to me visually. I was seeing myself sitting on a blanket outside and sitting with me was my parents' cat that they got together before I was born and lived with us until he passed when I was around five years old. He was just sitting with me comfortably and as I looked up, my childhood cat who had passed only months prior was running towards me with a very small and tiny kitten in his mouth. The way in which mother cats carry their babies by their neck that's the way in which he was running towards me with this little cat. So he ran over to me and plopped this adorable, tiny, orange and white cat in my lap. And he said to me, this is the cat and they are only going to get one. And I could feel the kitten was a male cat. So you're probably thinking, how did my cat speak to me? And this happens by our soul connection. So think about when you have a dream you are aware of what is going on and what people are saying, but you do not see any mouth moving or waiting for people to talk back and forth. You are watching the dream happen while just being aware and knowing what is going on. The same is true with meditation and connecting to spirit, all spirit, including our loving pets. So after I came out of the meditation, I called my parents and I said, are you guys still thinking about getting two cats? And my mom said, yes. And I said, well, I think you're only going to get one and it's a boy and it's orange and white. <laughs> and four months later, this little adorable orange runt of the litter with his big ears, fiercely named Peanut, arrived. So our soul connections are truly so powerful, pure, and vibrantly enlightening. Here's something else to keep in mind so that we don't get discouraged is that meditations can look very different. So you can have one meditation where you either have your eyes closed or open, you're sitting in a quiet place, and this visual message comes to you, just like me having the visual message with my cat. And then you can sit quietly and meditate again with your eyes closed or open and you don't see anything visual. Do not get discouraged by that. So just because you had one way in which you received a very powerful, vibrant message does not mean if you don't see all your connections that way that you are not connecting. So it's really important to keep that in mind so that we don't get discouraged and we don't set these expectations that every time I go into this meditation, that is the way in which I need to receive the messages because I've done it before. It's important to keep in mind that spirit, our guardian angel, divine God, whoever you feel you are connecting to in that moment will present these messages to you in the best way that it is for you to receive them, to interpret them, to connect to them, and to understand them. I was thinking about what the energy of the earth feels like right now in this moment, and I felt spirit say distracted. We are distracted from ourselves, from our very own being, from our soul. We are distracted from how much we can connect to ourselves, how much insight and direction we are capable of knowing from just connecting to the light and spirit within. 
We are not taught to follow our instincts. We are not taught how to connect to our soul. We are not taught that receiving loving, healing, and guiding messages from above through our soul is more real than anything here on earth. We are not taught to trust in and to have faith in the light of our soul. We are taught to protect our fears, which stops us from healing. Our soul is like a map of our life journey, and the messages from those who love and guide us within the heavens is like the GPS system. We are so much more capable and worthy of this heavenly connection than we seem to realize at this point in time on the planet. We are living at a time where we constantly have answers at our fingertips and we move on from them in seconds. With our feelings and our emotions, it's not that simple. No matter how much we try to distract ourselves or cover them up, we are still connecting to them. They are still there and they still reside amongst the light of our soul. Spirit shows me that we are all walking around with glasses on that we simply can't see out of. The glasses are foggy, blurry, and dusty, impairing our vision. When we start connecting to our soul, we start to see more clearly. We rebuild our spirit and rise above darkness from our past pain, loss, betrayal, and hurt, which alleviates the fog and blurriness impairing our vision. When you choose to open to your heart and to your mind, to your spirit and to your soul, you embrace yourself with love and compassion. You accept yourself with love and compassion. You choose to work on yourself, forgive yourself, be honest with yourself with love and compassion. You gain clarity about yourself, your life, the past, present, and future, filtered through the eyes of love and compassion. You see yourself for your soul, the way in which God, the angels, and all who love and guide you in spirit see you. When we do this, we feel our feet firmly on the ground, firmly planted on the earth, yet we feel our heart is expanding as wide as the sea, and our spirit, mind, and soul is as light and as bright as the sun in the sky. This is a feeling of connection and alignment. Spirit teaches us that love is the heart of the soul. Compassion is what keeps the heart beating. Having compassion is what truly allows us to give and receive love, ultimately what allows us to heal. When we connect to our soul and to the messages and guidance we receive every day from the heavens, we start to gain perspective on our purpose and what serves our purpose and what does not. This gives us the ability, the awareness, and the confidence in knowing what to get involved in, what to remove ourselves from, and what we can continue putting our energy into. This clarity, insight, and connection that we feel from connecting to our light, our soul, our truth, is what allows us to take accountability for our thoughts and for our actions. This is when we start to realize that relationships that may have once fulfilled us no longer do. This is when we realize a job no longer satisfies our needs or our priorities. This is when we start to gain closure on past pain and find healing from all that we have experienced. We begin to look back to our past, and as we look back, we can look back with appreciation for how far we have come and for how much we have grown. We begin to realize we are no longer stuck. We can wash away the dirt and the grime we have been trying to see through, and we can make room for light and life to grow. These changes, or people will call them an epiphany, or sometimes it could come in the form of divine intervention, which I cannot wait to talk about divine intervention. I will definitely get into that. 
on another episode. Um, to me, divine intervention is just so, it's so sacred, it's so powerful, it's such a deep connection, and it looks different to everyone. But I truly and firmly believe we all experience divine intervention at one point in life. I think we experience it multiple, multiple times in life, but there's always that one time that even the most cynical person can see that they've had a moment of divine intervention. So I will definitely be discussing that as we go along. But I remember when I first started embracing my connection to spirit, I couldn't do that until I really started connecting to my soul and started working through all the emotions upon my soul from even years and years past. It was like opening a big closet where there was clothes everywhere <laughs> that was a mess and there was clothes on the floor, clothes in piles, and I had to clean it up. I had to fold the piles. I had to decide, do I wanna fold this shirt and put this away? Do I wanna hang this up? I had to clean house. And once I cleaned that closet, I gained so much clarity. I gained so much confidence. I gained peace. I gained understanding. And my perspectives changed. And I realized what no longer serves me and what do I want to serve me? And what do I want to harness my energy in? And when we do this, it's powerful. It's enlightening. And we shine really bright when we do this. And there's no need for that validation of others. And sometimes the people closest to us, it's an adjustment. It, they may not understand this at first because it's not that we are acting completely different. It's not that we necessarily make a 180 change. But when we're with people, even our loved ones that we see every single day, we are truly just energy at the end of the day. So when we make a shift in our energy, when we clean up our energy, is like what I like to say, when we remove some rain clouds and we let the light in, there's a change. And we can feel that in others as they can feel it in us. Just like if you have a really, really bad day and you come home and your loved ones keep asking you, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? And you didn't even explain to them what happened. They can just feel it. It's the same thing when we start shining our light really bright. Denzel Washington has a really great quote. He says, people may never like you because your spirit irritates their demons. And it's so true. When we become grounded and connected to the light within, to our truth, and when we learn how to trust and have faith in and to lead from this truth, it is very powerful. We no longer feel the need to be validated by others. We find contentment and peace with who we are and are fulfilled by the blessings within. There is an overwhelming sense of humility and compassion that overtakes any need to prove or to be right. Sometimes walking away from a toxic situation or no longer supporting bad behavior, no matter what the relationship is, is the most compassionate thing you can do. Not everyone will understand that, and that is okay. Think about before you came to this connection to your spirit and to your soul, before you surrendered your ego, before you opened up to your connection to the divine, the angels, and the loving guidance from our loved ones in spirit. You can be the light that helps others connect to their soul. You can be the light that helps yourself shine your divine wisdom, your strength, and your compassion for all those around you. You can be the light to uplift those around you that you love 
who I am sure have been the light in your life for you as well. Emotional soul healing is so very powerful and enlightening. Have you ever woken up one day and realized that all the emotions that you carried for so many days, months, even years happened to wash away? Spirit teaches us that it is not that we wash away these feelings and emotions, it is that we begin to heal them. We can mend fractures of grief amongst our spirit and amongst our soul. And when we begin to heal from the loss of a loved one, that does not mean we are forgetting about them. That does not mean we are letting go of our connection and forgetting of our precious memories with them. That does not mean that the feelings we have towards them are disappearing. What this means is simply that we are allowing ourselves the room to feel the healing. Our loved ones in spirit want us to heal. Having a reading, connecting with your loved ones in spirit, receiving and embracing the loving, healing, and guiding messages gifted to you feels like walking outside into the sun after being very, very cold, and the sun warms you right up to where you feel at peace, comfortable, and enlightened. During a reading, spirit will bring me to what I call the emotional center of our being, and they will show me how much a person is storing past pain, sadness, and regrets. Spirit will show me this to tell me that the messages they are presenting and gifting to their loved ones is to help them to be released of this rain cloud so that they can make room for their light. Remember, God, the angels, spirit, they know this. They know that it is not always easy to be honest with ourselves, which is why they have love and compassion for us. The heavens see us for our soul, which is why they can communicate loving, healing, and guiding messages that are purely based out of what is best for our soul and for what is best for us to shine. Recently, I had a reading with a woman who felt tremendous guilt for the life she was living. She was battling an addiction and felt ashamed and embarrassed. Her mother came through in spirit and told her daughter how much she loves her and how she does not judge her and how she just wants her daughter to heal. The lovely woman was missing her mom in spirit desperately, but felt so ashamed to feel as if she was receiving signs and messages from her mother because of her own shame she had towards herself. Our loved ones in spirit who walk with the light of God see us for our soul, the way in which God sees us, and therefore see us with unconditional love and with unconditional compassion, not judgment or ego. When we start to honor the light within us, within our soul, we start to heal. And when we begin to heal, we begin to see. And I mean really, truly see. Whether we have our eyes open or closed, we begin to have clarity and direction with our life and our soul journey. What it takes for us to see our soul here on earth and the soul of others is to remove our ego and the boundaries that our ego has put up. This is not always easy, and every day we are faced with challenges, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually that make us inch towards putting that boundary up based out of our fears. So besides guided meditation, how can we connect to our soul? One way that we can connect to our soul is by choosing one light being that you wish to connect to, whether it be God, your guardian angel, another divine angel, as there are thousands of angels, or a dear loved one in spirit. Focus on just that person. Invite them in to help you. I suggest sitting in a quiet place or where you can best concentrate and have a pen and paper available to write your own thoughts down. I rarely ever write messages or feelings on my phone. 
our phones carry lots of energy and we are susceptible to being distracted on our phones. So I'm super old school and always recommend a pen or pencil and a piece of paper. But writing messages and information such as our thoughts and our feelings down is very humbling and sacred. In these moments that you dedicate to your soul and connection, write down all that you feel. You are giving yourself and your connection to your soul a chance to breathe. This is not to say that your soul connection is always stifled. It's not. We are always connected to our soul. It's more about paying attention to that connection and listening to that connection. That is when we experience enlightenment, transition, and change. By connecting to your soul in this way is like airing out a cut that no longer needs a band-aid for protection. You can even choose to connect to your beloved pet in spirit too. So before I talk about this, I just want to share that I am not sponsored of any sorts, that I truly say this out of the love and compassion within my soul, and that is that as the fall and winter seasons come around, it is so important to take care of our health and of our immune system and to do all that we can to keep ourselves healthy, our loved ones, friends, neighbors, and strangers healthy. So I highly recommend checking out Anthony William, the medical medium, his Instagram, Facebook, website. He has a ton of free resources and he has the most spiritual books on the planet. If we could reach up and grab a gift from heaven, it would be Anthony William, the medical medium's books. So go check them out and cleanse to heal. The healthier we are physically, the healthier we are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And once I began following the medical medium protocols, I noticed symptoms and conditions healing overnight. The more healthy I become, the more spiritual I feel. You can do it too. I would like to share again how I do not have all the answers. I never will. But what I do have is what spirit shares with me. And it is my purpose and my passion to share that with you. Remember, we are all mediums in our own special and unique way. We all have the natural ability to connect and to communicate with God, divine angels, and spirit. Our beloved pets in spirit too. My goal for what spirit says is to encourage you to rise above your self-doubt and fear by having compassion for yourself. To reconnect you with your spirit and your soul and to remember that you are a precious light being, derived from the light and unconditional love of God. You are, and always will be, worthy and deserving of your connection to divine God. My purpose is to encourage you to connect to the light within your heart, the light within your spirit, and the light within your soul. As you listen to what Spirit says, I hope to provide you with a loving, accepting, enlightening, and peaceful space to connect and to communicate with all of those who love and guide you within Spirit and within the heavens. The messages gifted to us throughout what Spirit says are to help us understand who we are and what makes you uniquely you. Sending my love to each and every one of you, it's time to shine your light. From the bottom of my heart, from the love and compassion within my soul. Thank you so much for listening.